0: Hill House, a Chinese investment firm, the largest private equity fund in Asia, over $70 billion under management, the investor behind Tencent, JD, Meituan, Zoom, and countless other high-profile companies in China and the world. How does a 17-year-old company grow from a patchwork to a global investment empire? Let's take a look. Hill House is a household name in the Chinese investment and startup community. To the degree that basically it's a must mention name in every major investment deal and every lunch chat between investors. A little bit investment firm 101 before we actually touch Hill House Capital. Now an investment firm would typically raise money from the outside like endowment funds, sovereignty funds, wealthy individuals, etc. And then place the money into startups and listed the companies. Now you may say, oh boy. This is really an industry where you spend money, spend large amounts of money, and spend other people's money. True, but spending money wisely is not that easy. Which brings us to Hill House Capital. Hill House Capital was founded by Lei Zhang. Lei was a good student when he was a kid. But unlike most good students in China at that time who'd spend most of the time at home studying, Lei skipped classes and loved hanging out. In high school they discovered a business opportunity at the train station now we all know china's railways are unparalleled in the world but back then trains are late by routine thereby creating a lot of traffic at the station they started a small business renting books to people waiting uh, in the train station making cool money as a kid In today's internet jargon, that was traffic mentality coupled with sharing economy. Lei went to Renmin University of China, one of the top universities in China. Upon graduation, he went to a fast-growing state-owned enterprise specialized in mines and metals. Lei had the opportunity to deal with some American clients, which triggered his desire to pursue further study across the ocean. Lei successfully made his way to Yale University. Unfortunately, Lay had no prominent background. His only working experience was with mines and metals. Lei could not even make it to the final round of interview for an internship. Here comes the man who changed Lay's life for good, David Swenson. David Swenson is a legendary fund manager whose reputation in the investment community is close to that of Warren Buffett. He gave Lei an internship opportunity. Upon graduation, Lei worked at a firm that invested in emerging markets. Lei went off work at 4.30 pm every day, went to the Chinese supermarkets with his wife and gradually mastered various Chinese cuisine styles. However, a decent and comfortable middle-class life was not meant for a man who used to rent books the train station. Back then, China just joined WTO, enormous economic potential and history-making developments are simply too important for Lei to ignore. Lei's heart of entrepreneurship was pounding. In 2005, Lei came back to China and founded Hill House Capital. The company was named after a street name at Yale. The Chinese implication of Hill House is standing in a high position and looking far forward. The first step for running an investment firm, just like we mentioned, is fundraising. Lay delivered the pitch by saying, Invest in China, a high-speed train is leaving the station. Get on board immediately. Well, that was honest wording, but nobody believed it. Also, the team looked like a patchwork. Lei was a half-investor, half-mines and metals professional, and the rest of the team had limited experience in the investment industry. A team with limited investment experience and a proposition to invest in China, a country relatively unknown to Western investors at that time. Deja vu, it was just like Lei looking for an internship. And again, just like years ago, his mentor, David Swinson, stepped in and gave him 20 million dollars. That was not just a favor to one of his students, because Mr. Swenson knew what Lay was capable of. What he didn't know was Lay and Hill House would later bring Yale billions of dollars as investment return. Imagine how many labs and scholarships that could bring students at Yale. In an interview, Mr. Swenson said, he was sure of Lay's success, but the magnitude of the success was astonishing. With money from Yale, Hillhouse House began searching for companies to invest in. Now two main investment philosophies of Hillhouse House are asset allocation and long-term value investing. Let's see an example to understand asset allocation. Say you are a college student and you are pursuing a girl. Things like your capabilities and background may not matter that much if you go to an academy of theater instead of an engineering institute. Similarly, when you're looking for a job, city and industry tend to be more important than company and position. Hillhouse deploys its major investments in China, a country that has seen striking economic growth and business innovation making investments here more likely to succeed. Diversification and rebalancing, of course, are also part of the equation. Hill House also invests in other countries like US, like the online uh, meeting software Zoom. As for long-term value investing, equity investment and long-term holding are the keys. If you were a girl and met a boy who's young but composed capable, smart, diplomatic, and ambitious. The optimal strategy is to hold for the long term, regardless of any short-term ups and downs. Hill House often invests in growth stage companies and startups. Hold there and be the friend of time, so to speak. These are not exactly industry secrets, but investors who have the tenacity and capability to deliver such philosophies are rare. Now let's talk about three milestone investment cases of Hugh House Capital. The first one is Tencent. Now Tencent is one of the most valuable companies in the world with over $300 billion in valuation. Its all-in-one messaging app WeChat is installed by almost every mobile phone in China. It's also the largest gaming company on the planet. In 2005, Tencent did not have WeChat. Instead, QQ was the main offering, and had already become a must-have on many personal computers in China. However, QQ was not really a tool for Lei. There were three lows that characterize most early-stage users of QQ. Low education level, low income, and low age. In contrast, Lei and his team were using MSN instead. However, after in depth research, Lei and his team found that QQ had a deep user penetration. At that time, almost every small business dealer in China would give you a business card containing a QQ number alongside the mobile phone number. It was a time when people had yet to figure out the full business value of user traffic, and Tencent was valued below $2 billion. As a result, Hill House made its first investment, all in Tencent, with 20 million dollars. Such an investment style, in Lay's words, is a reflection of an important Eastern philosophy. There are thousands of drops in water, you only need one drop to quench your thirst. The second milestone investment made by Hill House Capital is JD. Now, JD is one of the largest e-commerce companies in the world. In China, when you buy stuff online, it's basically either Alibaba or JD. JD is pretty similar to Amazon as it has built a world-class logistics system of its own. People love JD simply because the stuff they just bought would be on their doorstep the next day or even today. In 2010, JD decided to push forward with its plan to build a logistics system across China. It was a bold plan and received the recognition from only a very few investors. After all, investors all love light asset business model, while JD's model would burn huge amounts of money before making a profit. However, Hill House made a $300 million check to JD, which was a really huge deal for a local investment firm back then. People even called Hill House rich, but stupid. Apparently, JD's success proved that Hill House made the best decision. In Hillhouse eyes, JD can be China's Amazon. And the long-term heavy investment would foster first-rate customer experience, which would later translate to a formidable moat against its competitors. What's interesting is that JD's founder only needed $75 million from Hillhouse, House, but Lei insisted that he take $300 million because this was needed. For the business model to work. So it was either nothing or 300 million. There is another version of the story. JD was actually pursued by several huge investment firms, so the money was really not the issue. The issue, instead, was for investors to get the investment share. It's said that Lei and Hill House got and share because of backdoor relationships. Well anyhow, there were a lot of firms capable of pulling strings, but very few had the foresight and guts to actually invest in JD. Here is another interesting unverified technique. One of the routines they adopts to push a hot investment deal is: look, pal, today is my birthday. Let's cut the cake and sign the deal. In the last investment case we'd like to talk about is the mega deal made by Hill House in 2017. Hill House purchased the largest retailer of women's shoes in China, Bell, by the amount of about $7 billion. Bell was in terrible shape with limited growth prospects. But from Hill House's perspective, Bell had a solid offline retail foundation. The missing ingredient was technological empowerment. It's like using Bone running without a pair of powerful and fit shoes. The key is digitization. For example, RFID technology would inform managers of how many times a certain shoe has been touched and tried on a certain shelf. Such data can be analyzed against sales data. If sales are significantly lower, it would indicate that the shoes may look attractive but uncomfortable to wear. Such insights will be instantly uncovered so designers can get started on refining. The digital overhaul would raise inventory efficiency as well as customer experience. Continuous success has brought Hill House under the spotlight of the international investment community. Last year, Hill House became the largest private equity fund by completing $18 billion fundraising for its latest flagship private equity fund and shattered the record previously set by KKR. Total assets under management have exceeded $70 billion. Hill House Capital has been a phenomenal success not just in China but on the global investment stage. However, Lei has bad bets too. For example, Hill House cleared its position on NIO right before the historic valuation hike for the new energy car industry. Also, Hill House's performance over the past year has been even worse than my parents' portfolio. Other than performance drop, Hill House has received some criticism regarding its divestment decisions on education stocks. In 2021, China rolled out significant policies against the education industry, almost destroying the entire education space dedicated to pre-college education. Hill House sold its education stocks about six months before the policies were publicly known. In summary, the investment capabilities of Lei and his team are indeed essential to the success of Hill House, but the ultimate force behind the Hill House empire is its dedication to the Chinese markets. Hill House has contributed to the rise of the Chinese economy and innovation, and its success mirrors Chinese miraculous economic growth and tech innovation over the past decades. There are countless exciting and inspiring stories of entrepreneurship. What other stories are you interested in? Tell me in the comments below. And please don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Thank you.